is Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belbar with Equinely Inclined, the equine podcast for the internet horse community, episode 177, reflecting on the Saskatchewan Equine Expo, recorded on February 26, 2019, brought to you in part by Pondside Digital Media, with online strategy consulting and advising by sylviaschneider.ca. And this episode is also brought to you by you, our listeners, through your generous Patreon donations at patreon.com slash equinepodcast. Thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Sylvia Schneider. And I'm Diana Belbar. This episode will include... A little catching up. We had a great time at the Saskatchewan Equine Expo. An interview with Scott Todd. An interview with Jason Irwin. And an interview with Amos Abrahamson. And that's about it. Very interviewlicious, Diana. Mm-hmm. Are you managing to keep warm? <laughs> uh, maybe snuggling up with a good book wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. yes well the book you gave me unrelenting by george morris and signed by george morris thank mm-hmm. you very much has been keeping me up at night yeah. But we actually got a little horse time in on Sunday. It warmed up a little, mm-hmm. especially in the sunlight. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it was it was wonderful. It was actually, I think, minus 15 and, and very nice without too much of a breeze. Yeah. And so I helped Jen work her Clydesdale on the ground. Oh, and uh, yeah, wow. and my young student had a nice ride on Bailey again in the snow. I keep thinking I need to take a, a video because it looks so pretty when she's cantering through the snow. Oh, but, you should take yeah. a video. That well, would be awesome. These, yeah, I'll have to remember to take my phone yeah. with me. Mm. Oh, well, you know what? What? <laughs> when I started editing the last episode, I couldn't believe my ears. <laughs> well, <laughs> we kept calling working equitation Western equitation. Oh, dear. And certainly we know the difference, and I didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> oh, for sure, really. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I put an announcement into the beginning. I mean, there's no way we would have had time to re-record and edit before leaving for Saskatoon. Yeah. I, was, I was simply beside myself, <laughs> but I figured I had to do something. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's too bad. Well, speaking of Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. It was bitterly cold there, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed myself. Colder than it was here. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it was. I mean, it warmed up here and it, the cold went there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should tell people a little bit about what we saw. Sure. So I love watching Jonathan Fields' Liberty work, mm-hmm. but watching him ride and school a horse English was even more fun for me. He's it was awesome. He's an amazing rider. Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if you watched the owner in the stand, she was right down from us. Yes. Uh, oh, I, I, that grin on her face, <laughs> you know, she was just over the moon. It was, well, it was really fun to I see. I bet, I bet she could have had lots of buyers there today, and, you oh, know, yeah. on, at, at the weekend, yeah. because, I mean, Jonathan made that horse look like an absolute yeah, marvel. She was, she was over the moon But happy. it was, it was really interesting to watch the problem We'll mm-hmm. say it's a problem in quotes that she had with that right lead and how she dealt with it and how Jonathan worked her through it and brought her around. And she was just amazing. Yeah, the horse. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. For sure. Anyway, um, I love the OTTB challenge. Let's see if I can get it right this time. Off <laughs> off the track thoroughbred challenge. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought that everyone did an absolutely super job that was involved with that in showing off the thoroughbred breed. Yeah, well, it was really amazing to watch them through all those different disciplines, knowing that some of them have had, had very little time to work mm-hmm. with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we did some fun Facebook Live videos, too. Yeah, so I really enjoyed Jody Bush, and I just loved getting to meet her horse, Joe. Yeah. 
And the Facebook Live with Alexandra (laughs) from the Western College of Veterinary Medicine. What a wonderful model. Full-size horse to work on. Well, I just, I was fascinated. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was fascinated with everything that they could determine from doing a a rectal palpation, Mm -hmm. like that goes on in the horse. Mm -hmm. And what they couldn't tell. It just really opened my eyes to more about what the vet says after they do that sort of thing and they Mm -hmm. can tell you the results. Yes, it was was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we do have some interviews coming up. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it's an interviewlicious episode. So um, before sharing our interview of Scott Todd, let's talk a little bit about some housekeeping stuff. Uh, If you don't know about it, Equinely Inclined has a Patreon page. And our patron support through Patreon is the only way, other than personal funds, for us to keep this podcast alive. We look forward to more patrons and coming up with more ways to keep things interesting for them. So if you love to hear great interviews and horsey information, please help us to keep this podcast going. That's right. This podcast has a Patreon page, so our listeners can help us by supporting our creation of the podcast. Check it out at patreon.com slash equine podcast, and you'll see there are posts there for paying patrons that our regular podcast listeners don't have access to. And past episodes no longer publicly available on the podcast feed are being made available via the Equinely Inclined Patreon page though I have to find more time to add more of those. Mm -hmm. The past episodes are really great. Mm -hmm. Uh, They include equine information, amazing interviews with top athletes and other industry players in the equine world. You know, they really are great. When I listen to those as I'm posting Mm -hmm. them, I am always so amazed by how good they are. (laughs) And if you search the page for episode, which I believe is a featured tag at the moment, you should see there are several past episode posts available for our supporting patrons. It does take time to get those posts up, I know. Sure does. Yeah, it drives me crazy. You know, it's either time or money right now. And I have to make money other ways until we build up our patron support on Patreon. So this takes me away from getting more special posts up for patrons. And sadly, it really does become a vicious cycle. Without a doubt, we need more patrons. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and look forward to each episode, please become a patron and support the creation of the podcast with a pledge. Yes, and you'll become an insider with access to an inside peek at our lives. Once again, you can pledge at Patreon com slash equine podcast and we thank all our patrons so much for their support so we have the interview with scott todd mm-hmm. scott was a little new to this experience yeah but by the end he was much more natural with the mic and talking to the crowd mm-hmm. i love how his path resulted in a life with horses so listen for that when <laughs> yeah. you're hearing the interview mm-hmm. and listen to the creative side of his skills you have to wait till the end for that that was yeah it was really great. interesting mm-hmm Well, we're here at the Saskatchewan Equine Expo 2019 and fortunate enough to have with us Scott Todd. Scott is one of the three trainers challenge contestants and uh, we want him first off, thank you for being here with us, Scott, to tell a little bit more about himself to our listeners. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast and uh, um, I guess... We can start at the beginning. That I was born and raised in Saskatchewan, and uh, followed the oil field out west, and in search of riches and all those good things, and all the fancy <laughs> trucks and quads, and and uh, toys, yeah, toys, and <laughs> Big so, boy toys, yeah. Uh, which led me up to Fort St. John, B.C., and I spent uh, 14 years up there working in the oil field, and and just uh, enjoying the mountains. Basically, um, I was raised as my in a hunting family and uh that kind of led me out into the mountains and um just always trying to pr- uh 
push further and further back in there and you know the hike started getting pretty long so I kind of thought maybe horses would be the way to go and uh, I'd rode quite a bit as a kid and so uh, yeah that kind of kicked it all off for me and then I just started getting more and more passionate about it and um, started having some problems my horse was you know wouldn't load and uh, I got kicked and all sorts of things you know bucked off and so I went to a training barn just in Fort St. John there and uh, it was a barn that Doug Mills was uh, giving clinics at with Kim Donnelly and, and okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just stumbled into a really good program by chance, and uh, I just uh, was always in awe by what Doug could get in, uh, done with a horse in such a short amount of time. So I really tried to latch on to what he was saying and started uh, attending some of his clinics. And uh, later on in life, I guess I just uh, got tired of the oil field and, and that kind of way of life, and so decided to kind of cash in all my chips and try something different. So... I really didn't know a whole lot else. I was, you know, all my experience was in the oil field and oil and gas, so I had to kind of go out and learn some new skills, and I thought maybe horse training would be a fun way to make a living, and so I uh, started taking Doug's Training Through Trust program and uh, started in the apprenticeship and really didn't know what to expect. Uh, certainly didn't expect it to lead me to here, but <laughs> I'm uh, forever grateful for being put on that path and for him to take the time out to or help me move along in my horsemanship and his Him whole and Kate, eh? yeah and Kate his whole family for that matter Kyle's given me some great lessons and <laughs> Kaylee and Kelsey and Lynette like the that just a top-notch family and they've sure helped me a lot in my in my journey so well I'm glad you explained the connection between the oil field and uh, taking hikes and that sort of thing and uh, the big boy toys and getting into horses, you know, like that's how the horses came about, is that you wanted to pursue more adventure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just, that's the way I see it, that's the only way to get around in the mountains. There's just nothing nicer than riding up big, big open pretty valleys. And, you know, the animals seem to just not be so scared of you when you're sitting on a horse. And you can ride right up on herds of elk and sheep. And it's just a... It's a it's whole a, lot quieter. Yeah, it's a special experience, right? So, yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> now, is this your first challenge? It's your uh, first time here. It's my first time here. It's my first time being mic'd up and talking to an audience. But I've been in two trainers challenges previously in uh, at the Danes Ranch in Alberta, and okay. it's kind of it's an they call it an open trainers challenge. Um, Cade puts it on, and uh, there it's a little bit different setup. the The rules are that you can do anything you would normally do at home. So if you want to have someone come in and send you around on your first ride a little bit, or bring another horse in as a buddy horse, or things like that. Nice. And so I've a little been more relaxed. In, yeah, you just got a lot more range of what you can do, right? So people can really showcase how they start colts at home because this necessarily isn't how everybody does it, and there's a lot of different ways to get them broke, and mm-hmm. I think that's a great trainer's challenge for that reason. And, um, unfortunately, it's on a, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with a music festival following on the weekend, and so it's hard to pull a crowd in for it sometimes oh, during the weekdays. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But on the same token i don't have to speak to anybody and i can just go in there and uh, train the horse which this has been a, a whole new obstacle having to talk my way through it and but uh, you're doing a great job we've oh seen yeah. some people who are they just don't say anything because they can't handle doing both at the same time yeah yeah and i sure feel that way it's <laughs> i get a little bottled up in my mind at times but uh, the gr- the crowd's been super supportive i'm just so appreciative of everybody uh, encouraging me and come and tell me they like what they're seeing so yeah. i think the cowboy 
Broadway poem at the end was a really good touch Yeah, spot. yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe near the end, we'll get you to give us that one again. Yeah, well, maybe I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can come up with another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then, so, um, the nice thing about this one is you actually, the it's a little slower because there's not two sessions a day except the last day with the horses. So I don't know what your other sessions, what your other competitions have been like. Yep, they're uh, same same deal. Uh, uh, or maybe there's two sessions there, the second to last day. Yeah, so um, one of the big challenges with these competitions is really trying to save enough horse for the finals. Um, mm. These are young horses, and they can only handle so much, and just getting into their mind so much like that. Uh, just, you know, I, I kind of picked my horse based on some of those things, is that she seemed like a big, strong mare, and and uh, I thought she could go, go the distance. So I'm, I'm not too eager to go loping her around in circles. I think that'll all come. I just really want to get a good solid foundation on her and bring her up slowly and and save a lot of horse for that when it comes time to lope and move her out and uh, make sure I have enough horse for the finals. Mm-hmm. So she's a, a good looking mare and, she's and my, strong. She's my favorite of the it, three. Sylvia's favorite. <laughs> wasn't my pick but uh, she's she's very clever, eh? Yeah, I find she's a really smart mare. She's uh, she's she's been a lot of fun to work with i just i love her she's uh she's the kind of horse i'd like to buy for sure and maybe that uh gets in the way when i'm choosing them sometimes i just (laughs) (laughs) going after the ones that i really like instead of ones that would be good for the challenge but i think she's kind of good on both accounts in this situation well i think what she's really good at is uh giving you the opportunity to show how you really have to stick with it a little bit to get the result you need yeah that's right she's she's really challenged me every step of the way she's she's not someone that uh buys into you easily she's been standoffish right from the very beginning you know i have a hard time having her come to me and so um i'm really glad that i i went the route of working on catching and it gives me a good opportunity to work through things like that and and just try and get little pieces and lab and expand them every day right you're really demonstrating the slower is faster with horses you're really you know like you're doing a good job of that because it's important yeah, and that was kind of my strategy all along, and I think if anyone's watched Doug or Cade in the past, that's it's always how they kind of do it, and they've really been, you know, good at giving me advice, and, and Cade checks in with me every day, see how it's going and things like this, <laughs> so uh, so it's so sure nice to have guys like that, uh, you know, coaching you through it, and and yeah, so that's kind of the end. Yeah, it's just that's I feel like the best way for the horse as well, and that's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, I was so. just gonna say, so you take it as slow as you need to take it, and if you get through to everything at the end, you get through, and if you don't get through to everything at the end, that's where she ended. Yeah, yeah. You're I mean, it's not all about it. Else. Yeah, it was uh, it was the best job I could do with a horse like that, and I, I'm, I'm trying my hardest. And if I if I can't get her all the way, then I guess I got to go home, and I got work to do to come back and learn how to take them a little further in such a short amount of time. So oh, they're all di- they're all different. They're all yeah, different, that's right. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've done a fabulous job of of letting people know there. That's what I was looking for. Did you see that? Yeah. You know? Okay. I'm glad and everybody's wait picking on it, up. Wait on it. Wait on it. There it is. Yeah. Right. So, so Great. that's good. I think when you just talk through what's going on in your mind, that's that <laughs> works really well. Yeah. So yeah. that was really what I wanted to like, what I had, you know, kind of had in my mind when I was trying to overcome the obstacle of talking to the public. I thought if I could just. Uh, say things as they're happening and what it is that I'm looking for and uh, yeah. and let the horse do the talking for me a little bit. It's kind of takes the pressure off me a little bit. I know 
it seems like every for the first three or four minutes when I first enter there I'm so full of nerves and then the horse just kind of calms me down and gives me something to talk yeah. about and it's yeah it's been good so <laughs> at, at least you're not in there alone yeah that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well um, unless you have something more you want to add could you give us that cowboy poem that you wrote when you were up in the mountains absolutely uh, I will add one thing I'm just I'm I just got a give so much thanks to the Mills family and to my wife and my wife and I uh, we're such partners in this whole deal and it's a shame she's not in here training but she's uh, eight months pregnant and <laughs> I don't know how that go over so uh, yeah and then her little girl she's teething right now so she's been a handful running around this trade show it's kind of and what's her, her name again Emma, Emma Emma Lou Emma Lou yeah, yeah so she's yeah she's she's good but she's it's, she's struggling now she's powering down with all the action yeah. so anyways that poem goes a little like this um, they've seen hunters come they've seen hunters go these old ponies ain't interested in show they're tough and mean rock steady and lean when the trains are rolling it's a sight to be seen from maverick and goose to luke duke and bow just show them that mountain trail and watch them go woody's a pecker he sealed his fate for come tomorrow morning he'll pack plenty of weight they'll swim you through a swollen river tiptoe you through a bog just don't forget to hold on when they jump that log <laughs> now and again they're stubborn all they want to do is stop but just relax because there ain't nothing that compares to when they carry you to the top Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's being caught on the log at one time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey. think they're just going to jump over it. They launch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. It's been a real joy watching you. And we need to make sure information. our listeners know how to be in touch with you if they want to know more about you. Yeah, the, probably the best way we uh, we have uh, we advertise mostly through Facebook, uh, Rocking Tea Horsemanship, and uh, we got some videos on there and that's usually the best place we check it quite often try and get back to people as fast as we can and um yeah so if you want to come or do a clinic or or have lessons or get a horse into training that's probably the best way and uh yeah and where are you training out of right now where are you located i'm sorry we're uh we're one hour west of edmonton on highway 16 in a little town called Antwistle. and uh yeah just, just, oh is yeah. that right <laughs> excellent just a couple of hours well ago. maybe we can get together again sometime yeah, then that's good that's yeah just awesome so yeah no it's it's just been a joy watching you and uh, we wish you the best of luck we're going to enjoy watching the rest of the competition great thank you very much appreciate it well, Diana, did you want to give our listeners a little rundown of Scott's experience with his horse, Cleo? Well, Cleo was definitely a challenge. I like the way he used the fence to get her used to having him up above her and used it for mounting. We've seen that before, but yes, it works yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. He still had to get her mounted from the ground in the final, so. Mm, right. And I really liked his mare. Uh, I do like a challenging horse to work with. And I bet he got extra difficulty points all the way through. Mm-hmm. So the interview with Jason Irwin. <laughs> you know, jeepers, people would almost think we're stalking Jason and Brian because we've run into them three times in less than a year. But they're such a fun interview. Always. <laughs> and Jason's horse was called Valentine as per the crowd's choice because it was the first horse in on Valentine's Day. So it was fairly fitting. Yeah, except that his horse wasn't much of a Valentine. <laughs> she was a definite challenge. Yeah, and well, the she, drop and roll being the hardest to deal with, I yeah. think. Well, mm-hmm. she was called Valentine, not Sweetheart. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's have a listen to this interview. 
All right, so we're here at the Saskatchewan Equine Expo 2019, and we've got Bronwyn and Jason Irwin back with us again. Jason just finished his fourth session, his fourth training session with his big Palomino mare, uh, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, um, Jason will just let people know that they can go back through our episodes and get two really excellent interviews with you and Bronwyn. So from here, and I know, let's give them the quick, uh, let's give them a quick background for those who haven't heard it before, just to give them a tidbit. Uh, we train a lot of horses and we do a lot of clinics in the run of a year. We usually do 20, 25 clinics a year. And then uh, we raise horses along with my family and sell them, uh, quarter horses. And uh, uh, we do a we're starting to do more of these expos all the time, which is why we're here yes, uh, this and you're weekend. Yes, from Port Elgin, Ontario. Uh, yeah, Elgin. Elgin. Everybody in the West. Everybody yeah. in the West says See, Elgin, and everybody in the East says Elgin. I was going to say Elgin, and I thought, well, are they right? Are they right? See, I would have said that to begin with. So, from Port Elgin, yep. Ontario, originally from. Uh, I was born in Prince Edward Island, but yeah. we've been in in Ontario so for over long. twenty years. Yeah. That it's. Like I call that. I definitely call Ontario home. Oh, for sure. Okay, so people can go back and listen to some of those fun interviews. You guys are such good interviews. And uh, but right now we're going to say what's new with you guys. Oh, uh, quite a few things here. This last while we've just put together a pretty full clinic of a uh, pretty full uh, spring clinic schedule. So we've done a few of those with quite a few more to go. And we're out here in Saskatchewan. And it's always nice to leave minus twenty to come to minus thirty temperatures. <laughs> and that's so that was, I wasn't sure if we were smart on that part or not. But it's been really fun here, and the folks are great. And then uh, we'll go home in a couple months. We're taking off to Ohio to uh, Equine Affair, which is the biggest horse expo in the world. Wow! And uh, I'm one of the feature clinicians nice. down there, and on a variety of topics. I'm doing one on uh, Cowboy Foundations for English Riders, oh, another nice. one on horses that won't stop, another one on teaching youth to teach horses, and really quite a quite oh, a mix. That's a really wide range. Yeah, that sounds excellent. It's a little bit of everything, and then uh, I'm also a judge down there for one of their competitions, and uh, so that's we're really looking forward to that for sure. Um, in the last few months, too, I started writing for Horse Canada magazine. I was in their first annual issue for the year, and then we've got another article coming out shortly, and then in the process of writing another one, so we're doing a little more of that. And then uh, we keep meaning to start making some DVDs, but all these things, with between the clinics and the expos and the horses and all that, we're having a hard, hard time setting aside any time to actually get that part done, but hopefully one of <laughs> these days... it does take time. Yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, yeah, for sure. Time we don't have, that's the problem. <laughs> well, you guys do a great job with your Facebook page, though. You really keep that up to date. Yeah. And uh, that's always fun to visit, too. So maybe remind people uh, what's your Facebook. Well, we've got two of them, actually. The one for Brahman and I, our training clinics and uh, expo information's on there. It's Jason and Bronwyn Irwin Horsemanship. And then uh, Bronwyn runs that one, and she does a really good job on yes. that. And then we also have one for the farm, which is North Star Livestock on Facebook. And I more run that one, but a lot of it I just take pictures Bronwyn took and share them over there. So I kind of take the lazy way out on mine sometimes. <laughs> and that's where people would find all your uh, beautiful blue roans up. Yeah, we have uh, we have others too, but quite a few blues and that. And the, the North our livestock is more about the the horses and the horsemanship one is more about the training yes. and the, the 
Bronwyn does a lot of coaching and stuff like that with folks too and all that type of thing. So. Of course. So now we keep saying we've got to get to the Royal Winter Fair now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see you guys there. Yep. Uh, that's on our bucket list right away. Um, so now let's talk about this trainer's challenge just a little bit. Okay, so you are giving me gray hair. And, and, and I already have some. But me it's, too. You know, if I go home with a lot of gray hair, it's going to be your fault. Okay, I will keep that. I'll buy you some dye. <laughs> Mail it out. <laughs> so... Uh, tell us a little bit about this Palomino mare of yours. Yep. Um, something I've run into in the past in the trainer's challenges is, well, I've run into two things. Sometimes if you have a maybe a little smaller horse that's maybe not as much horse and that, they'll do well. But then when it comes right down to the end, they're a little tired and a little done. And that, so I'll still, I'll go slow enough for the horse, but you can feel that you're needing to help them along a little bit. So this one I got first pick and uh and uh i definitely got one i don't need to help along yeah. and that so <laughs> she's when, got lots of energy oh yeah when they ran the horses in they just let them run around the arena and she was i think the tallest but she's definitely the thickest she yeah. was the most muscular yeah. and when they're moving around she was always the one in the front of the group and everybody followed her and that's i figured this horse was going to last yeah. and that and then the other thing i get into and it I take it as a compliment, and it annoys me at the same time. I'll enter in these things, and when it's all said and done, I'll hear, you did a really good job, but it's lucky you got the easy horse. <laughs> and that, and if I get, if I make a harder one look easy, I get told I had easy. And if I get an easy one, then I get told I get easy. So I kind of feel like I don't win on that. So I, uh, this time I intentionally was looking for, not say tough, but something yeah. that, it was a, they call it a challenge, and I was kind of looking for that. And I didn't fall short on that category no. so tell this, us some of the issues you've had with her oh there's been a few um mm-hmm. in the very beginning actually before i even got in the ring with her uh the owner led her in and was just leading her around you could see her really hitting the owner with pushy. her head pushy, yeah pushy, pushy. she was shoving pretty good on him and then uh, i took her in the same deal so i had to work on that but the problem is you're trying to build a bit of rapport at the same time so if you go in and just start correcting them for everything they might improve in that way but then they don't really like you either but if you go in and you're just their best friend but a pushover then they don't work through any of those issues so you it was you had to find just that line so I sort of had to excuse some things at certain times but then not let them away with more important things certainly does love to follow you well there's some of that at the start um i was drawing her into me quite a bit and that's actually why i didn't take the the lead rope off her Mm -hmm. so we had the option here you could either turn the horse loose in the round pens and then work them around or you could just have them handed off to you and i wanted to get my hands on her right away and i wanted to start giving her things to do with me in close right away because when i stop them with me they start to associate me with the happy place and then they want to come to me so although i'm online i'm working on catching them a lot of times as much as much as somebody that has their horse turned loose and trying to catch them and that so uh, that part worked pretty well uh, i feel but she's just i think too this mare is the dominant mare by far in that bunch and i don't think anyone in her whole life has ever told her no i think when she walks through the bunch they part the sea and (laughs) that and then uh whatever rule she makes is the rule they all follow so when i go in and say i want you to do this her first thing is no and that but but we're we are getting through that, oh, you are, and yeah. that so I'm I'm happy with her. Another one of her tricks she loves to lay down, uh-huh. and that so that uh, 
the second day, I guess, the first time I got on or we went along, and I went, when it was over, I was down to the last couple of minutes, and I was going to step off, and she kept shuffling around, so I was waiting for her to find her spot to stand still, and I was just going to pet her and step off. And all of a sudden, she laid down yes. really quick, and I stepped off. So I did get off, so that part was good. <laughs> it wasn't the way I planned it. No, and there was no time left to do anything about it. Oh, no. There but was I, no time. In a, in a way, I didn't care all that much, though, because if she was doing that, what it was, she was looking for an escape. She didn't want to do much of anything on well, cue. Well, she is one that tends to shut down pretty quickly, hey? Yeah, very much so. And the problem is when she wants to go, she really wants to go. When she wants to turn off, she really wants to turn off. Yeah. And that, and it, you have to really manage this horse properly, the training sessions properly, I should say, because if I go in there and ask for too much, she'll shut down. But if I don't ask for enough, she'll bowl over me and do whatever she wants to do. And she's always thinking. Yes, what she's just, her, her mind is going a million miles an hour. So <laughs> if you're one of these, like I always say, I have a program, but it's pretty loosely knit and I'll adjust on the fly. But if you went in and said, here's my program, I'm going to make this horse follow my program down to the last letter. It isn't going to happen. No, like I, it's, I, I've just got to say, <laughs> I just got to say, Jason. So it was really great when you put on the um, you put on the breast collar mm. to use as a halting aid, yep. a backing aid, yep. which was great because. But I didn't realize where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, no one does, but I never point that out <laughs> because my theory is if it doesn't work, no one knows what I was doing anyway, so nobody can say it didn't work in that. But I have the breast collar on, but then I have a wither strap that. It's made to hold the collar in place a little bit better, but it also gives me a handle I can reach down and pick up on her. So with the bridalist stuff, it gives me a little bit of a a backup break. Now, I wouldn't want to count on it and that, but it's something (laughs) and that. So, yeah, you could have knocked me over with a feather when you were on her and dropped the bridle off. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, seriously, Jason, seriously? Yeah, and that, but oh, I always usually try to mix these in, this in so, a little so bit. where'd you go? So you went from there, and yep. you did some bending around, and, and the other, I like the little tricks with the toe to bend her around, so you yep. could still ask her, she could follow that toe and do the bending when you didn't have a bridle on her, Yep. things like that, but then you took the saddle off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and proceeded to do the same thing, and I'm thinking... No. Now, knowing that she still has that drop and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that one there. Actually, the bareback, I wasn't very worried about the drop and roll because it's pretty easy to step off if she did that one. It's the saddle part is worse because your foot can get caught in the stirrup. Yeah. Um, so she did pull that trick on me again. Now, earlier in the session when I was riding her, riding her around, I didn't really feel her want to drop because I was feeling for that. And that, but then afterwards, when I took the bridle off, she did. But I think at certain points during the ridden session, because she had the bridle on, I probably caught her a few times when her head was yeah. getting a little bit low. Yeah. And that, so then when she had that full freedom, she took full advantage she did. of she, it. In a lot of cases, you just tapped her on the neck. Yeah. And that did bring her. Well, when, when she would go to put her head down, I would tap her on the neck and then she would kind of pick up quick. Yeah. And because she will drop her head before she goes down, but it's just sometimes. I think she's plotted her strategy pretty well, so it goes down so quick and the feet go so quick after it that you don't have time to react. So I want to keep a step ahead of her on that one. Well, I have to say, Jason, we should wrap this up because we could go on forever. Yep. Um, you're always entertaining, always entertaining, and it doesn't require the horse to be entertaining. Um, you do a great job of talking through and keeping it interesting, giving little tidbits, and uh, yeah, just it's fun to watch. Well, something I found was uh, when I was trying to learn about horses and horsemanship and training and stuff like that, a lot of times people would 
they would maybe demonstrate something, but they would do it on a fully trained horse, and they would show something, and the horse would do it perfectly, and then they'd say, that's how it's done. Yes. And then I was like, well, that's lovely, but that's not how it got that way. That didn't get that way, doing yeah. it like that. Yeah. And that, so I always try to point out the little steps, how I got a certain place. And as far as the other part, I try to keep it a little bit interesting just because I found people don't learn much when they're asleep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I find if people are engaged, they're kind of taking more in and... I just, I have more fun with it too. If I stand there in perfect silence, fiddling away with the horse, it's, I do that at home all the time, but yeah. in the front of the crowd, I just, I, yeah. I like it more. Oh, it's lots of fun. Well, it's been a, a slice. <laughs> I can hardly wait to see the finals. It's going to be awesome. And uh, so nice to chat with you again. Oh, you too. Yeah. Uh, considering where we both live so far apart, we keep running into each other all over the place. <laughs> the only place we haven't run into each other is the Royal Winter Fair. Yeah. So since you guys are there all the time, we're going to have to fix that. Okay. So, yeah. Um, That's where Bronwyn shines. I have no yeah. part. I d I'm not an attraction there at all. Bronwyn's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. That's where you get your major showing in. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, do we need to remind people how they can get a hold of you? Is it the Facebook page? Uh, the Facebook one is good. And the, either Facebook and then our uh, we have a website as well for the farm. It's NorthStarLivestock.com. And there's okay. information there that also directs you to the training info as well. So oh, if they want to find us, they'll probably find okay. us. Okay. And by the way, people out there, some lovely videos of horses running free on. I just love that. That's the uh, group of what twenty young horses you just brought. Oh, there's, oh, there's more than that. Yeah. We have, we've got, uh, we have a group of big group of quarters, quarter horses in there, and then there's actually a few uh, replacement mares of our own that we raised that we're keeping back in there, and there's even a few paints mixed in. So it's it makes lovely. when they go tearing past the window, you got lots to look at. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. also makes me cringe because I got to train the whole bunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, well, we're going to say best of luck Thank with you. the rest of uh, the session today. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again. No, I'm sure we'll run into each other. Okay. Thank you. Well, did you want to talk about Jason's final ride? I didn't see it. Yeah, Jason is just such a showman. He managed all the obstacles, the basic riding, and even did a little bit of bridleless riding. So you can see his entire final ride on his Facebook page. And the only comment I have is, please, don't anyone out there do something as foolish as riding your horse into a trailer. Oh, no. It's just plain dangerous. He did that? He did. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, we're all about safety. And mm -hmm. really, that, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. For safety. We'll give no. him a smack later. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll stand behind you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'll just put this out there. You can help us run into Jason and Bronwyn <laughs> yet again at the Royal Winter Fair by becoming a patron through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash equinepodcast. Thank you for your support. <laughs> well, our final interview is with Amos Abramson. You know, we basically posted these interviews in the order we managed to get them, but I, I think it's kind of fairly fitting to finish with this one, right, Diana? <laughs> Absolutely. And I hear you had some challenges with the interview acoustics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sylvia, I'm so sorry. I should have realized the tractor was coming in. <laughs> but I must say, when people are listening to this, they'll see that Amos did an excellent job of holding his thoughts, coming back in very smoothly. And he was really a good sport about it. It was a fun interview. <laughs> okay, so I, I gather I have some editing in front of you. You do. <laughs> 
we're here at the Saskatchewan Equine Expo, and I'm fortunate to be here with Amos Abrahamson. We've had a lovely visit with him back in 2017, so people can check that interview out as well. But Amos, just a, a short um, little reminder where you're from and how you got into horses. Um, I'm uh, from sa- just south of Saskatoon here originally, but I've been down in Maple Creek for quite some time now. Uh, I just bought a little place of my own uh, this summer and set up an indoor uh, arena there. So uh, just training horses now uh, full time and uh, focusing, really focusing in on that and and uh, trying to work at uh, getting to a bunch more uh, shows as well uh, in the rain cow horse and the cutting. Get your name out there a little more. Yeah, yeah, I got some nice horses to show this year, so uh, I feel really fortunate. I got some great clients who are sending me down the road, so it's pretty awesome. Okay. Sounds good. So, so that's wonderful. So, when did you put up your new barn? Uh, it went up in the late fall, early winter. Uh, they started on it in November and just got done here a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, they took a little bit longer to get done the interior of the barn and uh, I was quite fussy about that let's say <laughs> so oh that's awesome that's awesome Amos. Yeah. so um anything else new that you want to talk about before I ask you about your horse um you know not not really too much I mean the the new place and the new arena that's really uh been been pretty much my summer fall and now I guess winter keeping you uh, busy yeah actually that's pretty yeah. quick to get up a, a structure like that and get it done right yeah yeah, yeah it's been it's been a it's been a push, but I'm excited to have it uh, done now and just settle in and get into a daily routine. So, yeah. So that's excellent, and people can find you how? Uh, on my uh, Facebook page, uh, Diamond J Performance Horses, uh, on Facebook, or you can search my personal name as well, Amos Abrahamson. Uh, you can connect with me uh, either of those two uh, places. So. Excellent. Okay, so a quick rundown on this little chestnut mare that you're working for the challenge here. Yep. Yeah, I really, I really like her. She's, you know, she's a real sweetheart. She's, uh, there's some things there that I, I uh, feel like need need work still. Her face is a little bit fussy, but we've kind of worked uh, worked through a lot of that and continue to kind of build on what we've got. I really like how she's uh, moving off of my legs now. And today we didn't have any kicking out uh, in the final session before the finals. So that's, you know, that's been a, a, a lot of work with her. There's a little bit of fussiness there. And to me, if I can work at it and get her just moving out and freeing up, then I can take a hold of her face, use my legs and my body and direct, uh, you know, her body to go where I want. But I got to get her moving first. And she really didn't want to do that uh, off the beginning, right? She had a little bit of sass in there, right? Right. So, I think she's moving very nicely at the counter now. Yeah, that that she is. She's she's got some really good places, and for me, with a horse like her, that's a little bit fussy in areas. I try not to overdo that and focus in too much. I think sometimes when we're training a horse, we focus in too much on the bad things rather than. Uh, focusing in on the good things rewarding those good things and letting the bad things progress as they will right you know um, work on them a little bit here and there then give the horse a break and don't burn them out uh, mentally or physically it slowly so. fades away those things it's yeah like the problem, yeah. Right? 
right? Yep, yeah, exactly. I know you were hoping to get in one more bridling session at the end there, and that didn't quite work out. Yeah. But I think I think the important thing is everybody knows where you're at all the time, why you're moving with it or not moving with it. I think you're doing a really good job of talking to the crowd and explaining what you're doing and why. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's great. You know, that's uh, it's good to hear that. That's really, you know, that's a large part of why came again this year uh, i really debated i got a lot of stuff on the go at home uh, a lot of horses to ride and for me it's about uh, growing and and learning especially with the speaking and that uh, explaining myself so you know uh, positive feedback is good well it's all about timing just like this big tractor going by <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. no i think you do a great job of explaining um why you do things how you do things and the weight on the weight on the weight on her weight on her weight on her yeah right? yeah yeah put some pressure and then you just you gotta wait right you don't want to force things um you, you just gotta wait on the horse and their their timing right so i don't think the obstacles are a problem at all no no she's been really good with that and you know i hope you know sometimes i think that foundation that laid with her in the beginning um getting her trusting me and stuff um really is paying off with the obstacles in that and sometimes there's a tendency I, I trust the judges and where they're at they're all really accomplished horse people and sometimes it can look easy towards the end but that work has been done right in the beginning so we get to this place she's naturally better with the obstacles yes but the work has also been done um, in the beginning and that foundation was there she she progressed on a little bit more quickly with that so then I can address other things like getting her bending around and her face spend a little bit more time She's doing that uh, with that yeah. yeah 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 and i think you worked on the obstacles a little bit at a time all the way along yeah so. yep yeah i tried to concentrate on them a little bit as as uh, as i needed to but not uh, go over things that that are quite established for right i like so. that you took a lot of the obstacles out before you got up to yeah. give yourself a little room yeah i needed a bit more room i mean i'm ready you know, usually, even after the first session, well, the second session, I guess I got on her. I'm ready to get out into the big pen, but the rules here are that you got to stay in the round pen. Um, for her, it's going to be a whole different thing in a good way when we get outside. All that where she doesn't want to free up out in a bigger pen, that's going to disappear in no time. But we, you know, we want to we want to be fair to everybody, so we're all staying in the round pen. But I go once we get out, that stuff's going to go away. It's not going to take very much time because what happens is they get a bigger release when they go. The sides of that round pen aren't catching them right away, and they're having a turn right. Yeah. So it kind of punishes them for moving when they're going around that round pen. Whereas when we get out in the big arena, she can really free up and take off and go right. Yeah. And that yeah. that that's where that's that it's going to give her some time to think through there and go oh man if i get off those legs if i if he's clucking to me let's get out of here right it's going to be a lot clearer for her i'm so. looking forward to the finals yeah me as well me as well finals. yep do you have any idea of what you want to do for the uh freestyle uh i got i got some ideas two years ago it was a dinosaur suit yeah 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 i got i got an idea in mind you know i think i think this horse is maybe going to make it a little bit more difficult than what i what i'd hope for to do that but i i think 
I, I'm comfortable enough with uh, where we got to today uh, to go with it. So, oh, right um, on. We'll we'll I'm see. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it will for sure. So, Amos, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Yeah, uh, for sure. You're going to need to get back to your booth so you can talk to all of your uh, people that are looking for answers and fans. Yep, yep, yeah. for sure. Okay, so. thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Well, Amos did a fabulous job in the interview, and he won the trainer's challenge. So I guess we can say that now. He got cool. the job done in the end, and he had a great freestyle. Yeah, I loved the freestyle. I thought it was brilliant. So what he did is he took the um, natural instincts of his mare, and he put them towards a cutting exercise. Now, if you've ever seen this, the way they start horses cutting is they have a long line. And, and a flag. They, they have a little flag. Um, sometimes it's got the shape of a... Um, a, a bull's face or whatever on it you know like a cow's face but uh he just he just got some tools together at the local home depot he made a long line and he had these guys operate a flag going back and forth and he had his horse cued into this flag Mm -hmm. and she was taking quite an interest in it and that's how cutting can begin yeah Yeah, it's really fun and you know i've got to say that uh all of these guys did such a great job yeah. at the challenge. Yeah. They all got the job done in the end. They yes. all got all of their riding in. They all, uh, you know, uh, boy, Scott managed to mount from the ground. Yeah. They all got their horses' feet picked up. They mm-hmm. all got them ground tied. In the, yeah. They did so many things with these they horses did. in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And they are all very caring about, about the horse and right. making sure they right. get a good start. They are not egomaniacs. No, they sure are. They're aren't. very unassuming. Oh, you can tell that. From very the approachable. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. approachable. And uh, you know, I got to say, Jason's on to some fabulous things, mm-hmm. right? And uh, everyone's just doing such an awesome job. It's really fun to watch these trainers moving along and yeah. in their careers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it is one of my favorite things to watch, and I always learn something wonderful. Yeah. from watching them. So, And, you know, I've got to say, I just want to kind of wind up about the experience with the Saskatchewan Equine Expo. I really liked it there. Um, I love the main event expo. The main event expo, there's so many things going on mm-hmm. that when we were at Saskatchewan Equine Expo, there were only two things, right? One was the presentations and one was in the arena. And you were on tenderhooks for a minute because you felt like you should be somewhere else. <laughs> you know, yeah. like watching what and, was going on. You, there was, it was very relaxing. You yes. could actually watch everything <laughs> yeah. in the arena. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. Um, And at the main event, you kind of always feel like you have to be somewhere watching something. But I, Mm -hmm. I also have to say, I -hmm. also have to say, I feel like the main event is a really good venue for people who know nothing about horses because they can go around and kind of graze and look at this and that and a little bit of this and a little bit. And if someone in your family is into one thing and you're into something, there's something there for everyone. It's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to the next main event. (laughs) It'll come very quickly. Anyway, for our local listeners, you might want to know that the Stony Plain Spring Tax Sale is coming up on Saturday, March 9th at 10 a.m. And it's going to be at the Stony Plain Heritage Pavilion in Stony Plain, Alberta. And I know that doesn't um, reach a lot of our listeners, but it does reach our local listeners. And I just thought I'd throw Mm -hmm. that in there. I think our horse club is supposed to be putting in a tax sale booth there. That reminds me. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember when we were there, Diana... It was such a... It was busy. It it was such a small little thing, and it was very busy. But mm-hmm. now, when I look at the pictures, it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's really growing. 
Anyway, Diana, I always find myself wondering what our listeners are up to. Do they have any horse events they'd like our listeners to know about? Hmm. Are you perhaps a knowledgeable horse person that's inspired enough by the off-track thoroughbred challenge to want to take on a project? Wow, you'd have to be a good horse person to mm, be taking yeah. that on, but that would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you introduced someone new to horses since the last episode? <laughs> and by the way, if you're one of those horse-crazy people who don't know how to fill that horseless void, let us know. We want to help you. <laughs> Well, our newest listeners might be wondering how to be in touch with us. For now, the easiest way to be in touch is via the Facebook page. Yes, and speaking of the Facebook page... Well, yeah, we would like to mention our newest visitors to the Equinely Inclined Facebook page. We'd like to give a big welcome to Christina from the United Kingdom. And Jody from Saskatchewan. <laughs> and Kathy from Sherwood Park, Alberta. Nice. Yeah, so our listeners are really from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, stop by our page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined, click on the like button, and you'll hear your name when we welcome you at this spot in our next episode. And a little tip about this, if you click on the three dots to the right of the like button, it will give you an option to follow the page, and then you'll be notified of any posts we make. And please, remember this, tell five friends about our Facebook page. When you do, you're helping others learn more about horses, and we love to help educate people about the many aspects of horses and other equines. We love it when you share what you find on our Facebook page and in our podcast episodes with others. If we want to have positive impact for horses in our world, it takes all of us to help ourselves and others learn more about horses. So let us know what you think of this episode and what else you would like to hear. Do you have an opinion on a horsey topic? Or is there one you wish us to cover? Talk to us. Don't be shy. Go to facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and leave us a message on the page. So, Diana, our next episode. You know, I'm actually hoping to get two new episodes out in the first two weeks of March. So oh, good. Yeah, watch for episodes 178 and 179 then. And I'll be awake for a week in the middle mm-hmm. of March. So make sure to check the Facebook page because we enjoy doing live videos and you never know what we might surprise you with. And please, find a non-horsey person you think might enjoy knowing more about horses and engage them in conversation. Let them know about everything we do. It would be great to have them join us on Facebook and as a podcast listener. And one last message, a heartfelt thank you to all our patrons for their support. And remember, supporting patrons get an inside look at our lives. So until our next episode, bye from Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belvar and give your horses big hugs for us.